right. So as you know, uh, your the entire group is uh, is abandoning this camp that they have made, and it seems like they're pretty efficient at it. Everybody is packing up their stuff, but there's all kinds of people. There's all kinds of families, and you know, about four hundred or so, five hundred or so people. You don't really know. Uh, you know, uh, humans and dwarves and elves—a big mix of all kinds of kind of the rejects of society, but people that, uh, for one reason or another, are part of this camp. Wait, did you say they're pretty efficient at abandoning like the camp? Like well, abandoning packing, things. They're they're pretty efficient at packing up and getting the hell out of somewhere. It seems like they've <laughs> done this before. Like this is not their first go round, and that the way that they had set this up, it's like. Oh, you know, okay. This is this is it was an eventuality, so we have to get out of here. You know, maybe my is, dad's here. Maybe he's part of this group. Everyone's got some sort of like fucking uh, apocalypse bug out bag. Basically, <laughs> basically. <laughs> I mean, even like the very like, senior senior citizens of the group are you know shambling into like carts and stuff. And there's there's carts that are set up to carry older folks, and then there's like carts that are set up. To carry the um, the kind of disabled and the children and stuff like that, and there's caretakers. It's like a very organized and very well um, well teamed group, and it's a pretty big group. Like I said, four to five hundred people. So all of those uh, folks are getting out first, and they're getting out like immediately. So it's like the next day after you talk to Samael and um, and the other leaders, and it's first dawn, very early in the morning. And all of the groups are headed out uh, on the road. And uh, what you know is that you're headed towards an abandoned dwarven city. And it was not an ideal place for them to head. Um, but this was their next choice of where to head. Um, you notice that there's some other riders going off in different directions. And you're not sure why, but they are seem seemingly well-trained people that are just kind of flying off in other directions. And they're all in a very giant hurry, and everyone is uh, super, um, you know, focused and 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 clearly directed. And then as they're all leaving, you guys are just kind of still uh, hanging out, and uh, the tents are coming down, things are getting uh, torn apart, and you notice that, like, you know, they're making a pretty good job of uh, hiding the camp as best they can. They're burning different things. Uh, and you're noticing that the, the the fires that they're lighting are not a very smoky fire, but the forest fire is uh, still smoking pretty strongly. So it's kind of covering up any of the destruction that they're doing. There's some people that are just like burying things, uh, hiding stuff, and they're trying to hide all uh, evidence of the camp. They're dragging in uh, shrubbery and bushes and things and trying to like uh, cover up any remnant of what was left in the camp. You notice that those flying eagles uh, that you guys took in are back, and they're using uh, them to ferry people uh, to different locations, and they're they're kind of picking them up and taking off with them. And a um, a representative comes up to you guys. It's just kind of like a you know some dude that's that's working for Samael, uh, and he says, "All right, guys, so uh, I'm supposed to uh, guide you to the dwarven city." He's just like a human guy. He's kind of like really rotund, really fat guy. And he's, my name is Gregersh. And uh, so uh, I'm in charge of you. And this is my first detail. So I'm pretty excited about it. And, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, you, we can get along. You guys seem 
pretty amazing. And I want to talk about magic and stuff and uh, and the other world and all stuff that you talked about and came um, you came with. This is really, um, really interesting. So um, We do seem pretty amazing. We're at level five now. Really? Oh, that's, that's a high level. Thanks. <laughs> I'm pretty stoked about it. Uh, so, uh, you know, we'll travel together. Everyone else is kind of on their way there. Uh, do you have any questions? On a scale of, like, 1 to 10, how fucked are we? Because it feels bad. Well, uh, it's pretty bad. But this isn't <laughs> the first time that we had to make a new camp. But I'll tell you this. Uh, nobody wants to camp in the Dwarven City. Why is yeah, that? Yeah, I'd agree with that. Well, no one wants to go there because, well, you know, the dwarves. I mean, they racist. Left, they left. Hey, well, no, you know, I like dwarves. Okay, I, I'm not a racist. I know some racists, but <laughs> I'm not a. My racist friends are racist. Really. It's cool. Uh, I can say this. Yeah, you know, uh, you know how it is. Uh, but yeah, the thing yeah. is, um, so you know, the dwarven city that we're going to, uh, you know, the reason it's abandoned is. Well, uh, we're still not exactly sure why, uh, but we had some people clear out the first level, and uh, you know, uh, hopefully, uh, it'll protect us enough. Uh, it is kind of hard to get into, so maybe that'll protect us. But it's not exactly hidden, is the problem. Uh, they might be able to figure out exactly where we are, so there might be a big assault on us while we're there. But um, is it well known that the dwarven city is like? got some sort of weird mystique to it that no one goes there well it's not like a scary place exactly it's just like you know you find uh you find a dwarven city you know you don't go in there that's just common sense i mean there's all sorts of traps there's there could be some other creatures living there you know you ever fight any underground creatures yes his name was aniston yeah aniston's what's that what's an aniston Nah, don't worry about it. Well, anyways, you see this scar? And he has a scar on the side of his face that's really severe looking. It looks like a really deep scar. He's like, I fought off uh, orcs inside of a goblin city one time. And boy, uh, I am not looking forward to that again. Because some of these creatures that take up residence in an abandoned dwarven city, well, they're not, uh, they're not very nice. What a coincidence, neither are we. (laughs) Good, good. I I have a question. I don't think I have any gear or money, so is there anything you guys can supply me with, like, kind of on the the pro bono side? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably been overlooked. Uh, You need some some gear for sure. Uh, Hey, come on with me. Uh, Does everyone want some gear? I mean, if we're just tossing it out, yeah, I'll take some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're packing stuff up now. Let's get over there quick before it's gone. So you guys, all right, let's of, go, Gregor. You guys kind of, uh, it's Gregor, Gregor, oh, with an S H. Okay, no, with a T H. Gregor. Oh Jesus. Gregor. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, not boy. easy to we'll say. We'll call my, you Greg. My parents were hippies, you know. So, anyways, yeah. so okay, right over here, and he leads you across the uh, the place where things are just all kinds of craziness is being done. There's people packing up. There's some people still like cooking last minute meals and stuff too. It's a going out of business sale, basically. And uh, everything has to go. You get up to the uh, you get up to the um, the place where there where there it looks like there was kind of an armory, and uh, it looks like it's half packed up. But there's a 
a big guy that's super muscular looking. He looks like a blacksmith. Looks like he does this, you know, he's in charge of the of the armory and he's kind of directing people to put stuff into different carts. And they're they're packing up a bunch of stuff. And uh and Gregors comes up to him and he's like, Hey, Hammer, Hammer, hey, we need to we need to get these guys geared up. And Hammer's like, Geared up? You know we're packing. We're leaving right now, Gregors. We don't have time for this. Maybe we can help carry some of it. You help carry you look like a little boy. Ha ha ha! I just immediately start flexing. Just constant flexing. <laughs> You're a funny man. Okay, come here. Come here. Look, you go in this tent here. This is everything we have not packed up, but it's not new. It's this is not our best stuff. You come in here, you take what you need. Don't worry, we'll probably lose this in a week. Yeah, yeah we lose our stuff so frequently. I I take a step into the tent. So there's a bunch of different things. Some of it is in disrepair, some of it is rusted, some of it is is bent, some of it is chipped. But it seems like there is some stuff in there that's okay. Uh, is there anything particular you're looking for? I think I'll just take the best sword I can grab and maybe like some kind of, if there's any plate mail or chain mail, anything. All right. So Probably you, not. Um, there's not plate mail, but there is like some pieces of plate mail. There's some, um, there's some like leg, uh, there's some leg parts for, for a plate mail suit. Uh, they're a bit dented and worn, but they look okay. But there is a full chainmail. It's a bit screwed up as well. So it's like chainmail, but it's like minus one chainmail. Uh, you can have that. That's human sized. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to take that and then I guess any kind of weapon. So there are some swords. Uh, your choices, your best choices that you're finding in there. Uh, roll perception. Ooh, 12. A 12. So, okay. So your best choices that you're finding in there for uh, for swords are... There's one sword that looks really interesting, uh, but it is a little bit screwed up. The pommel is kind of like like half melted, but it's grabbable. It just seems like uh, it seems like it would be a little bit tricky to wield. Uh, but the sword itself looks really interesting because it looks really finely detailed and very well crafted. So it's a it's a long sword uh, with no minus or plus to it, but it's like a little bit screwed up uh, of a of a long sword. Uh, or okay. there is a straight up uh, regular long sword that looks like it's just very workmanlike. It's it's very functional, but it's a tiny bit rusty and needs to be sharpened. And uh, those are your two best choices. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the one with the kind of fucked up handle. All right, the more detailed one. All right, so you take that. And you got, so you got those two things. Is there anything else you need? There's a bunch of other junk lying around, so. I don't know. I, maybe the other guys might need some stuff. Uh, I, I already got a great axe from when we were attacked by the goblins. Like, I, one of the guards, I guess. I remember that. Gave yeah, me you're one, right. So, I'm fine weapon-wise. Um, is there any armor that would fit me? Uh, there is no uh, armor other than, like, dwarf, human, halfling type of sizes. Gosh, so would I technically be wearing cloth armor? Or would I, am I naked? Right now, uh, you're wearing cloth armor. Cloth armor? Which I think I have a proficiency as, 
being barbarian, but I don't know what that means. So uh, it means that you don't have any minuses or anything wearing it. That it's 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 something that you're good wearing. So okay, you're pretty well set with that. There is some like clothing in here as well, but you'd have to really hack something together if you wanted to get like get something better. Uh, the leather yeah. armor that's in there too. It's like if somebody was good at at like you know uh, leather working, they could probably hack together something for you that would be a decent leather uh, leather armor. Mm-hmm. Nah, I'm, no extra trouble for me. So right. yeah, I'm I'm fine with what I got. All right. Uh, there's also like there's lanterns, there's rope, there's there's some bags, there's uh, there's some metal spikes, there's some like uh, metal mirrors, there's uh, there's some silver dust. Um, D- dare you say enough to make an adventurer's kit? Yeah, you could basically do that. Yeah, I'll take one of those. So it's 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 an adventurer's kit, but it's eh, it's a little fucked up. Yeah, aren't we all? Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the adventurer's <laughs> kit, what's it, what's your standard adventurer's kit? Is there like a is there like a uh, backpack, bedroll, flint and steel, belt yep. pouch? Yep. Um, two sunrods, sun eight rods. days worth of rush. Yeah, like. Glow sticks. We were sunrods are literally just glow oh, sticks. Okay, okay. We were having like they just let you That's create having raves with them. Yep. Uh, eight days of rations. Uh, there's no food uh, in here though. No food. Okay. And uh, fifty feet of rope. Yeah. And a water skin. Yep. In addition, there's okay. some other weird little things if you ever wanted to, if you wanted to poke around. Okay. Noted. Like cal, you said there were spikes uh, like cal. They're not cal trips, but they're like metal spikes for climbing. Like you could pound um, them into a, pit, a cliffside. And them oh, you throw them on boots, and they like <laughs> let you like climb up rock. Well, those are crampons. No, there's not any crampons in the uh, in the uh, in the room in the tent. Uh, but there's yeah. like metal spikes you could pound them into the wall or whatever. There's also like chalk. There's you know um, there's string. Uh, there's oil. There's uh, stuff like that. I make a, gotcha. I'll make a a kit up, but like I want to make sure to grab like oil and string and stuff to start like to help with making a fire. <laughs> we don't need any more of those. No, no, no. Like, but it's like important to have that stuff. Yeah, so. I know, I know. Can I just do like a random perception roll to see if there's any odd like yeah, special ahead. bits? <laughs> you found Hammer's hammer, which is what he calls his penis. Crit fail. Never mind. <laughs> Crit fail, so yeah, you just don't even see anything in the room right now. You're like, what? Where did everything? Oh go? god, huh? What? Yeah, I'm, I just leave the tent. I'm like, I got what I needed. Can I do one now? With I now that I have a shitload of perception, because that's what I got my feet in. Yeah. All right, that's gonna be a plus eight, so eighteen. All right. Uh, so you do notice that there's like a weird metal disc. It seems to be in with the, um, it's like some junk parts for the swords. And it seems like somebody thought it was part of a, like, a sword hilt or something, but it's obviously not. When you look at it closely, it's inscribed with some very interesting sigils and some very interesting language that you're not even sure what it is. The disc is kind of like, um, it's about as Big around, it's like it's like I'd say about four inches in diameter. Uh, it's a thin metal disc. The edges are sharpened, 
Uh, and it kind of almost looks like shuriken, except it's, I don't know, I'd, I'd say more like a boat propeller, even, uh, but flat. And it's gold, uh, bronze-ish kind of in color, and with, uh, with like a darker bronze, uh, patina that's over it that the inscriptions are, uh, carved into. And it definitely seems like there's something more to it, but you're not sure what. Uh, I will take that if Hammer has no, uh, He's not in there right now. He's still getting everybody to load shit up. But they are starting to take down the tent that you guys are in. Uh, It's not (laughs) falling on your heads or anything, but they're, like, removing the wall panels and, and, you know, untying ropes and things like that. And then people are starting to wander in and, like, grab stuff and tie it into bundles and kind of wrap everything up. Gotcha. All right, so I'll take that disc as well as an adventure skit. You got it. Uh, I think that's it for me. Donnie, you want anything else? Uh, I think I'm all right. Donnie rocks clothing generally, so he's just like rocking regular clothing. All right. Um, I have like, I I still have that dagger, right? Yeah, you still have your dagger. Okay, that's like all I really need to do damage. I mean, I, it'd be nice to have like a hand crossbow or something, but uh, there's there's parts there's parts for crossbows. Nothing's assembled. There is uh, there are definitely some bows in there though, if you wanted that. Um, I wonder if I could assemble a crossbow. You could take all the parts for it. Uh, I don't know if you'd be able to assemble it, but we could try a skill check for it. I wonder what that skill check would be. Uh, do you, you don't have any kind of like proficiency or experience? Uh, any kind of like, dungeoneering? Weapon? Uh, no, not dungeoneering. Uh, Streetwise? Yeah. Uh, you could do a general intelligence for sure, and that would be your basic. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a I don't have a bonus to intelligence. Well, shot. You first would have to roll to make sure you get all the correct parts. Secondly, you'd have to roll to make sure that you could uh, have an idea of how to put them together, and then thirdly, you'd have to roll to make sure that you put them together correctly. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of rules. <laughs> Is it yeah. worth it? All right. Yeah. Uh... I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna <laughs> take a bow. There you go. <laughs> All right, short bow, long bow. I'm or... not gonna fuck around with a crossbow. Short, short bow. All right, short bow. Yep, you got that. Uh, there is a quiver in there. It's, there's basic looking quivers, and then there's like a whole bunch of arrows, like bundles of arrows. So, cool. Uh, how many arrows do you take? Uh, twenty. Twenty. All right. Yeah. yeah, you take the 20 best-looking ones. They're all pretty standard-looking. I think that's okay. it for us, then. Yeah, it's, it's right. good enough for yep. Donnie. All right, very good. Uh, so uh, your guide is still waiting out there. He looks like he's eating a piece of ham. <laughs> he looks like a piece of ham. <laughs> Gregor, thanks for pointing out that tent. Hey, no problem. You guys ready to take off or what? Yeah, yeah. we're ready. Cool. All right. Uh, right this way, and he leads you over to the uh to the road that's leading out of the camp. And uh, there's already like a giant procession kind of traveling down the road. I lean down to Donnie and I say, "Did you see him eating that ham? More like Greg Girth, am I right?" <laughs> and then Greg Girth is like, just looks at you like, "Hey, come on." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you guys are just walking and stuff, and then, uh, 
and it's you know you're walking alongside a lot of the different carts that are moving in the same direction as you. You know, there's all kinds of different things being shipped and and people and all sorts of stuff. Some of the carts are going pretty slow, so you're kind of like overtaking some of them. And you're kind of walking. You've kind of found your own pace, and you're in the middle of a uh, middle of a couple of different carts that are kind of keeping pace with you. And then uh, you're just you're traveling along for quite a while. You're walking and walking and walking. Most of the day is passing right now. Okay, I try to like talk to people. I, are, are we surrounded by more people than just Gregorth? Yeah, there's a bunch of other people. Gregorth is like. Just walking right with you guys, though. He's, like, right next to you guys. Uh, but in front of you, there's uh, there's what looks like a cart with, like, a bunch of kids. And then there's some kind of scholar that's, like, talking to the kids and teaching them stuff that's on, the, uh, on there. Or maybe he's just a babysitter. It's hard to tell. And then behind you, uh, behind you there's a bunch of, uh, a bunch of people walking that kind of look, like, a little, you know, disheveled. Like, they're not the smartest or best people that were in the camp. They're just kind of, like, walking along, but, you know, like poor people. Mm. Um, Is the scholarly-looking guy, like, could I walk up and keep pace with the cart? Yeah, it wouldn't be hard. You've been, you've been keeping pace, like, right behind it. So you can kind of jog forward a little bit and then keep pace with the cart itself uh, if you want to. Okay, I... Tell the other guys, I'll be, I'll be uh, right back real quick. And I just kind of jog up quickly ahead of us to catch up with him. All right. And you hear him talking to the children. He's like, so now you know everything about how to survive underground. Shit, I could have used that. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we kind of have and a whole like, fucking of story. Of course, children, there's much more to learn. But the most dangerous things to look for underground is also something you should know. For example, this. And he opens up a scroll. And there's a picture of like a a weird looking like blob thing. And he's like, these things underground sometimes move. And you do not want to touch them. For they could attack you. And you do not want to be attacked by the slime. For the slime is deadly. And even your mummy and daddy would have a hard time fighting the slime. Also underground, there are orcs. And he unveils, unveils another scroll. These oh God. are almost like a pig. But a pig that has been changed into that of a man but a man that is green, a green man pig. That's what an orc is. And even orcs have babies, and they have little children like you. But these orcs are not to be trifled with. And if you see one, that's another time you should run and ring the bell. Remember what I told you about the fire? Just like the fire, if you see an orc, you run and you ring the bell. There will be bells in every single station where we live. But that's mostly what you have to fear. Mostly you will not have to fear much. and We will take care of you, and you will have your school again. And we will be in school, and we will have school and class every day. You will learn all more about the wonders of things that live underground. I just slowly raise my hand, like in the back of the cart. Um... Yes, 
I'm sorry. May I help you? Yeah, you seem pretty knowledgeable, and from what I could tell, maybe a teacher. I I'm, had a question. I'm a teacher, yes. And I can I try to do <laughs> like a sleight of hand trick? <laughs> I want to take the bronze disc I just got and try to like pull it out from behind one of the kids' ears like a magic trick. Oh boy! Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, I sure hope that, he crit fails and cuts her ear off. <laughs> in order to do that, you're going to have to first climb into the cart. Oh, I can't like reach over from it like while jogging alongside. It's too. It's too hard to reach over and do it. Ah, okay. Then never mind. Okay. I don't. I don't want to get uh. it. Um. Okay. I just whip it out like of. I guess my backpack. I was like, "Do you happen to know what this is?" I found it in Hammer's tent, like his armory. No, I'm not sure what that is. Hmm. Then you are of no use to me. And I just stop in place and wait for everyone else to catch up to me. All right, then. And you hear him talking <laughs> to the children as you uh, drop back, and now you're keeping pace with them again. Okay. <laughs> well, that didn't do anything, but there might be at orcs and or slimes where we're going, so. Get, get ready for that, guys. Can I examine my sword a little closer just to sure. see, like, is like is it a language that I can recognize the insignia uh, or anything? Perception. Okay. Uh, 17. All right, now roll intelligence. Ooh, my intelligence on it was a 6. Okay, uh, you don't really have a clear idea, but you know you've seen the lettering before at some point, and your best guess is that it might be some kind of elvish. Okay. I thought he was dead! Elvish has left the building. There we go. I'm trying trying to think what else we should do. Like, I feel like we've walked enough doing absolutely nothing and avoided plenty of times I could have stopped a particular situation. I feel like we need to do something now on these long treks. So, what's the general plan? Like, I don't know if you're in on the tactics and stuff, Gregor, but, like, how are we going to combat this anti-magic empire that's certainly on our ass now, as well as yours? Well, see, the thing is, is that right now we're just trying to survive. But there is a plan, uh, there is a plan to do some stuff, uh, it just depends on uh, what we can what we can get away with. I mean, I know that there's some uh, secret plans and stuff. There's some other plans that I don't know really much about. I'm just like tier one. I'm not really that. I'm not really that ingrained, you know. So I don't really. I don't know really what the secret plans are. But I do know that this place that we're going to. Well, I mean, it was a place that we we've been exploring it a bit for a while. And, uh, you know, we're trying to uh, find something there, I think. I mean, I don't know exactly, but there's something in there that's supposed to be part of uh, what we need to turn the tide a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah, I got you. So, I know there's something that we need. Not sure what it is, but I do know it's safe there. Uh, there's something, something that'll help us, so, yeah. Hmm. How long has you guys been fighting this empire? I don't know, but Silent Hand has been around a long time. I mean, there are uh, Silent Hands, like, all over the place. Every city has, like, a Silent Hand, like, station. And, you know, we help get people to safety. 
some people are born with like wilding magic, you know, so they don't have control over their magic and they just kind of go crazy. And it's like, you know, if they get caught, they're dead, you know, so we kind of take them. Sometimes we train them to like hold on to their magic and not, not go crazy. And just like, you know, like sometimes little kids, like a little kid, he'll like one day he'll wake up and then, you know, the next thing you know, he like summons, a, you know, a kobold into his, into his bedroom. And his mom and dad are freaking out, and they're like, how did this get here? But then they, like, think the kid is evil, so they want to kill the kid or, like, send them into the camps or something, you know? Because, like, they could call the watchers, and they'll come take them away. Like, they will. <laughs> I mean, that's just the way it goes. That's the excuse I used with my parents when they caught me with a kobold in my bed, too. <laughs> Wink. Gotcha. <laughs> that's hilarious. Right? Interspecies sex. It's great. No, wait, seriously? Huh? Nah, don't worry about it. It's above your pay grade. I pat him on the head. Uh, thanks. <laughs> I mean, guys, I'm not stupid, okay? Oh, that makes one of us out of this group. I turn yeah, back. Yeah, <laughs> we are. All right. So we got about another three hours, uh, and then uh, we are going to camp for the night, and then we got another day's walk. And then I think uh, I think we should get there by the end, the very end of the next day. Gotcha. Cool. Uh, I pull out the bronze disc again. I was like, you recognize any of this disc stuff on here? I don't know. That's pretty cool, though. Let me see it for a second. I give it to him. He's looking at it really closely. And you see, like, his eyes glint a tiny bit. Uh-oh. And then he passes it back, and he's like, I don't know. You guys ever hear of uh, Dark Elves? Uh, have we? <laughs> well, I think you all know the tales of Dark Elves. Dark Elves are like... Okay, they're, it's they're a rumor. told tales, but it's like... You have a hard time separating what myth, what's myth from reality, though. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, sure, we've heard of them, but, you know, who hasn't? Yeah, so, you know, they're not fake, right? Like, it's a real thing? Like, Dark Elves are for real? I mean, I'm apparently the only Dragonborn left in this country, so, I mean, who am I to question the reality of certain species? And tell me about it. There's a lot of questions I got for you about that. Uh, I could ask them all day. But Uh, anyways... We'll we'll get to that. So anyways, this thing, um... I don't know. It just looks like the language. It looks like the Dark Elf language. Um... You know, maybe it has something to do with the dwarven uh, dwarf city that we're going to. Even I don't know. A lot of the stuff that was in that tent, a lot of yeah. it, that was brought back from that city. Because, like I said, we've been sending out, uh, we've been sending out units to go to that city to clear it out, just in case we need it. So they cleared out the whole first level. So, you know, uh, maybe it came from there. I don't know. Huh. I pull out my sword to try to compare the languages and see, be like, is this the same language, Koo? So it doesn't look like it. Okay, so the disc might be Dark Elf in origin, and I figure I'll be able to find out more about that once we get there, if it is from there. Uh, Doug, your sword might just be fucking cursed again, so good luck with that. Great. Ah, <laughs> awesome. Uh, Alright, well, thanks. At least someone knew that teacher up there didn't tell me anything yeah. useful <laughs> some kind of well, teacher not everybody knows about that stuff you know it's uh 
Most people think they're a myth still, but, you know, they're not, so. How do you know they're not? Have you seen one? Well, uh, so one Dear. of our units, I think I could tell you this. I think it's fine to tell you this. I think it's fine. I elbow coup. Look, um, so one of our units came back last week, and two of the guys are still missing from it. And the one guy swears it was Dark Elves, and, uh, I mean, you know, the language, uh, the scroll that he brought back will look just like that same language. To me, I'm not an expert, but to me, it looked like the same language. And anyways, uh, one of the scholars deciphered the scroll, and it was all about, uh, Dark Elves and how, you know, Something about whatever ritual, something, I don't know, but whatever. It was like some weird poem, ritual thing. I don't know what. Gotcha. Now, when you say dark elves, do you mean like there are different subspecies of elves? Or do you mean just like elves with like a dark moral alignment? And I just like look at Laren really hard. <laughs> They're not all bad. See? <laughs> See? <laughs> <laughs> Look, you know, uh, there's good dark elves, there's bad dark elves, but uh, for the most part, they don't like humans, they don't like dwarves, they don't like regular elves, they don't like uh, halflings, they don't like daylight uh, people, you know what I mean? So I think uh, if we run into them, they're probably not very good, but the thing about them um, is uh, I don't think they ever got their magic taken away. Hmm. So we can enslave them. Ooh. No. No, they can enslave us. Eh. They're going to give us Tomato a lot tomorrow. of shit. Well, Donnie's still got magic, so maybe we could. Yeah, like a bond over that. Heck you know, yeah, maybe I do. That that's what they're looking for in the uh, dwarf city, actually, you know. Remains of magic? Well, I mean, obviously, remains of magic. I mean, that goes without saying, but maybe some sort of, like, drow, like, you know, dark elf, like. Like uh, I don't know, city or something that's buried down there too, and maybe maybe we can do a deal with them. Maybe we could uh, try to work with them, get some magic going back again. You know. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Okay, one more question. Um, obviously, you guys are against the Empire because they're like not for magic. But what are your thoughts on the Dragonborns that they're at war with? Are they on your side, or do you not really communicate with them? They're not really at war. We're kind of extinct. First of all, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Listen to your friend here. He's like the last of his kind, right? Yeah, listen to me. My grandpa told me one time about a a dragonborn that he saw, too, and, like, you know, there was in this town, and, like, they they ambushed him, and he, like, took down a bunch of the people, but then they fought back, and there was, like, a big thing, and, like, you know, but there's all these things about, like, the dragonborns are, like, they're deadly. There's you got to. They're crazy. You got to stay away from them. Uh, obviously not. Yeah. You know, we got you here, and uh, you know, but we know that there's just a lot of bullshit that you hear from the empire. You know, they will tell you a lot of things that are not true. Yeah, well, to- that's what totally I mean. not true. We heard from Frederick that yeah they're at war, so I guess he was giving us false information. Well, mm. I mean, it depends on who you ask. I mean, it could be it, it's a war, but it's a war against like. How many dragonborns are left, right? Yeah, it's a one-sided war that arguably is already over. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe there's a secret enclave full of dragonborns that run around free all day and play in the sunshine. 
Well, maybe. I mean, you know, it's crazy. The dream. Things that happen, but, you know. It's going to be like that fucking episode of Pokemon when Ash <laughs> just Butterfree finds another Butterfree. I'm going to find a pink dragonborn. Fly off of the make sunset. all these weird butterfly babies. <laughs> You're gonna, yeah, you'll find a nice a nice uh, red-tinted pink dragonborn, and then you two will just frolic ah, off into the, the sunset and live happily ever after. Yeah, and I never and come back, And we have to let you out of your Pokeball. <laughs> and then we can never tell you to run through walls and shit. Thank God. In my head, the camera panned out, and we're just surrounded <laughs> by a, like, a shit ton of people. Yeah, yeah just the center <laughs> of attention. People have been staring at you guys quite a bit. I mean, you guys are totally the center of attention in this in this camp, because everybody thinks we're gorgeous. you might be like a savior or what. They don't know exactly, mm, but it's like, you know... It's a lot of pressure. We're not going to live up to. I let a little. I let a little dragon frost like dance around my fingers. <laughs> Donnie's getting excited. Whoa, that's pretty cool. Damn, could you just do that anytime? <laughs> pretty much. What is not it when do? there's a big what fire. Is, is it is it cold? Yeah, it's called dragon frost. Will it? Uh, will it hurt me? Uh, <laughs> if I had the intent to hurt you, it would hurt you. But Could I you like freeze water? Could you freeze water with it? Yeah. Huh. That's I can make good. ice cubes. You good. guys could put it in your drinks, and it would cool your drinks down. Does it wear you out to use it, or can you use it any time, or what? I can use it pretty much as as long as I'm standing. I can pretty much use it. So. Damn. Well, you could. That could be useful. This comes in handy in uh, tight situations. I put my hand on Gareth's shoulder, and I was like, easy there. We don't want to have him, get him a big head. Bigger no, than it already I'm is. I'm not trying to, but honestly, like, you know, there could be good applications for it in the camp and stuff, so. He also can use his uh, specialized to detect magic. Speaking of which, Donnie, can you check my sword? Because I don't trust myself. <laughs> my my eyes. My brand. My special eyes. My special eyes. <laughs> Um, let's see here. To be fair, Laren, even let's if it is magic, Arcana. he might not tell you what kind. And I hold up my shortened middle finger. Uh, 16. <laughs> 16. Uh, the sword is definitely magic. Okay, oh! yeah, it's, there's definitely magic going on. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what kind of magic, but that's definitely a magical weapon. Yeah, my eyes, like, glow green when I use, uh, my Arcana checks. Oh, yeah. they do? Yeah? Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, fla- a flavor thing. <laughs> Whoa, what are you doing? I'm uh, detecting magic on his his weapon. Is that magic? Yeah, it's got traces of magic in it, so I don't know. I don't know exactly what kind of magic, but that sword has magic in it. They should have found, they should have saw that, though. Gregor, do you, th- do you know if anyone here can, like, dis- identify what kind of magic it would be? Or am I even allowed to have this? Well, look, that whole tent that you guys went through, uh, I thought that they already went through it and checked stuff. But maybe since we're moving, things got a little mixed up. Hey, you can see magic, though, huh? Uh, there's some other guys that can see magic, too. Uh, some of the sages can see magic. Uh, they do a weird trick. Some of them uh, make a potion that lets you see magic. Um, mm. yeah, and so everything that comes back, we put it in the tent, then the, then they go through it, make sure there's no magic in there. If there is magic, they take it to another special place, figure out what kind of thing it is, but that, we don't find magic stuff that often, so that's pretty, that's pretty crazy. I, I hold up my little desk and I just point to you, yo, Donnie, hit it up. <laughs> all right, so, all right, let me roll again. 
Uh, that's a 25. <laughs> definitely magic. It's definitely yes. uh, used for an attack of some sort. Uh, and it had, relates to something with fire. All right, no, I, uh, not again. I, like, do, not again. I do finger guns. I do finger guns at that thing Ku's holding. And I was like, hey, that thing's uh, totally fucking magic, too. And uh, when you do the finger guns at it, the the um, the uh, oh, the uh, the lettering on it kind of lights up a tiny bit. Whoa! Huh. I drop it and I like stop in place. It, Donnie, Donnie, don't do that. Ground, uh, and there's like a little bit of smoke coming out from where it hit the ground. Uh, 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 <laughs> just... uh, and you got to get it quick, or else the horse behind you is going to run it over. Uh, yeah, I yeah, pick it up, pick it up, pick yeah, it up, pick it up. Is it burning my hands? No, it's very oh. cool to the touch. Huh? But the dirt that it it's fell into ring. was kind of smoldering, and it looks like there's like a black slice in the dirt where it hit the dirt. What? Uh huh. What? It might be some sort of cold fire. Huh? Yeah, don't. I wouldn't play around with it too much. Can I just stab my sword into the ground and see if I get any kind of reaction? <laughs> sure, what? <laughs> sure, uh, nothing happens. Okay, that, that makes sense. Not even a roll, <laughs> just, it's not how that works. <laughs> um, okay, this is... Mm. Tell you, we get... Yeah. So wait, you found that in the tent too, so that that's a... They did a bad job checking that tent. You got a shitty magic detectors. Hey, hey, well, like I said, they probably just didn't have time to go through it, or they thought they went through it, or that's whatever. That's true, there was a rush. Everything, so... You know, yeah. things happen, man. That's crazy. Two two things. That's pretty cool. Hey, we're getting to the camp now. We're getting overnight place. Uh, it's the waterfall. All right, the waterfall up here. Ooh, so you see, water- like, off in the distance, there's a waterfall, and there's a bunch of people that have set up camps. It's like a just a huge amount of, of like, friendly, you know, uh, people from the camp, like families and old people and everything. And there's tents, like, temporary tents. There's... Carts parked. The horses are all drinking from a giant pond. Uh, it's like a pretty huge place for people to just stop and hang out. It's like a giant, giant grassy field, and there's a big pond okay. and a waterfall pouring into the pond. And out of the pond is a is a stream, and uh, there's a there's a little bridge that goes over the stream, and the bridge looks like ancient, 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 but it's in perfect condition. It's obviously dwarven made. It's very, very old. Uh, and there's like dwarven runes on it and stuff. And the, the river, and the well, it's kind of a it's not really a river. It's like a creek, so it's it's not that huge. But it goes underneath the, the bridge. So the bridge is like part of the road, right? And the river just goes to the other side and like winds through the forest. Hmm. I think I'm going to go wash off in the river and then get ready to trance for the night. Alright, so Gregorith is like, I brought the tent, and I'll set it up over here for you. Uh, uh, hopefully you all have uh, packs to sleep and everything like that. I will fetch some food, and uh, you guys make yourselves comfortable. You know, I'll have it set up here for you in just probably about 10-15 minutes, something like that, quarter hour, something like that, you know. Okay. Alright, uh, can I see, like, they're just setting up camp for the night, and then we're gonna travel to the caverns tomorrow, right? Exactly, and it'll take all day, from what he said, it's gonna take all day, uh, tomorrow to get to the, uh, the Dwarven City. You'll arrive there, like, around dusk tomorrow. Okay, can I scout around camp, see if 
anything immediately strikes out to me or sure uh roll perception so i got 10 total well even with a 10 you're like you notice that this is like this waterfall has like a uh by the waterfall there's like a little stone pillar that's kind of broken uh it was mm-hmm. hard to, it was kind of hard to see for some people probably but you noticed it sticking up out of the ground a little bit but it's been broken off and it looks like it's made by the same people that made that bridge. So this looks like it's an ancient stop for uh, for rest and, and, and recuperation. So this is probably part of, like, the Dwarven Trail. Uh, the road you're on is even, like, part of it as well. Just an ancient part of some traveling route that was overland for the Dwarves, which was kind of rare because the Dwarves didn't really travel overland that much. But uh, for whatever reason, they put a spot here. Hmm. Might either just be like, hey, it's a good area to camp, or might be secrets about, I dare say. <laughs> okay, I'll keep my eye out for stuff. Alright. Do you want to do something, Donnie? Yeah, um, actually, can I take another look at Laren's sword? Sure. Sure. Now that it's been a little while, I can, like, examine it again and see if there's uh, anything sure, new. Sure, and this is going to be another check for magic? Yeah, like sort of like uh, parse out like what kind Specify. of magic is okay. yeah. is uh, there, like what it might do. It looks like it's some kind of elvish. I mean, I know elvish the language, but it's a little different. So that's why I thought it might be dark elves, but I guess not. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna look. It's probably at it filthy quick. tree elves. Fuck. What else? Uh, eleven. So eleven with no bonus or with the bonus? That's with bonus. <laughs> okay, so you really don't get anything new out of it. You just know that it's. Something to do with off- offense. It's not. It's not like a defensive spell. It's something about securing okay. the sword. Something about you know, something about the length. Something about the uh, something about the sword. You're not sure exactly what though. Yeah, it seems to be some sort of offensive spell. I can't really. It keeps like it's evading me right now. I can't can't seem to sense exactly what it does. But um. It's offensive, so that's a bonus. Yeah, I mean, first chance I get to use it, we'll see if anything drastic happens. I'm proficient with long swords. It's been so long since I've had one. <laughs> uh, you hear, you hear somebody screaming. Uh, you hear somebody screaming over by the pond. Oh, oh shit! Woman, Here's my chance. Screaming over by the pond. I dart over. Okay, I guess we follow after Laren after the screaming. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. You guys all get up there and. An elf has thrown his shirt down to the uh, to the grass, and he dives into the water. Oh! And the woman is still kind of frantic, but she's like watching intently to see what happens. What just happened? I ask her. Uh, I pick up not, the shirt. She's not responding. Uh, but the guy, there's a guy standing next to you, and he sa- uh, says, "Well, her little boy went swimming, and he hasn't come up yet." Oh, oh boy, that's not good. Uh, the elf bobs up in the middle of the of the pond, and he's like looking around. He's like, "I don't see anything." Uh, another guy dives in too. Donnie takes his shirt off. There, there's a, I at, this would be athletics, right? For swimming. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, me and Donnie right, got this gonna, covered. Donnie's gonna help. Yeah, we got crazy high athletics. Okay, make an athletics check and then make a perception check. Oh, this is my jam! Donnie rolled a 15 for the athletics. 
and a fucking three for my perception. <laughs> a three? God Don't you get, it, a, you get a bonus? Oh, excuse me, a four. Sorry. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. You suck. <laughs> Does Donnie see anything? So you swim all the way down. You're you're almost able. You feel like you're getting close to the bottom, but it's a deep. It's a very deep pond. So you're not sure if you got near the bottom or not, uh, especially because your perception. It's just like you can't you can't really see where the fuck you are when you're under there. I turn back around and come back up to the top for yeah, more. Yeah, you're air. fine with that because you rolled really high for athletics, so you're fine. All right, uh, I'm going in because I got like I think even higher athletics and better perception. All right, so I'll take a uh, shot both, at it. Roll both of those. So athletics. Oh god, damn it! Uh, so fourteen total for athletics. Okay. And. Uh, 17 total for perception. Cool. Okay, so you do go swimming in. Do you have night vision of any kind? I got low light vision as well. Good. Okay, perfect. Uh, you go diving in, and you notice that this is indeed a very deep, very, very deep water uh, here. And you dive probably, you would estimate, 40, 45 feet maybe. You just power right down. And mm-hmm. you still don't see the bottom of the of the lake uh, or the pond, uh, but you can tell that your the edges of the pond, uh, instead of it being like a gradual sloping thing of silt and sand and dirt, mm-hmm. it's like a solid, like chunky cliff wall that just goes straight down. Oh God! Oh, uh, so these are probably like dwarven mines that got flooded or something, or like a cave that got flooded. It's a quarry. Yeah, something like that. Do I see any sign of the boy? Like, I don't know, like any of his clothes or something that got stuck? Or, no, like, there's nothing. There's nothing that you see of that. And you don't notice, uh, like, an abundance of uh, marine life. You do see that there's fish swimming around, like, a normal amount. But it's not, like, a crazy amount. There's not, like, any giant fish. There are some, like, larger fish. Like, you know, maybe, like, like a foot and a half long. There's some, like, you <laughs> know. What we would call like bass are like, you know, swimming around down like pretty deep down there. Yeah. How big is this pond? Can I, well, meanwhile, can Laren be like walking the perimeter sure. looking for any disturbances? Uh, to get all the way across, if you were to draw a line straight across to the other side, it's about 85 feet across. Whew. Okay. It's a big old pond. Yeah. That's what I mean. I want to get on the opposite side of where everyone is and see if like, Maybe he got pulled over to another side and there's some kind of like ripples or I don't know. So the waterfall yeah. is on the opposite of the bridge, right? So okay. you can run over to the road, run across the bridge, and then run around to the other side of the uh, pond. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Okay, so you do that. And there's people that are camping over on the other side as well. It's like they're filling out the entire area because there's so many people that are needing to rest. And uh, it is starting to get dark out as well. But you get over to the other side, and uh, uh, go ahead and roll for perception. 13 total. 13. You don't notice any sign of the kid. Uh, but people are starting to, like, wonder what you're doing over there now. They're kind of, like, watching you, like, what's going on? So people are, like, wondering. Because now they're starting to notice the woman on the other side as well. Yeah, I, I yelled to them, I'm like, a boy's gone missing, I'm trying to look for him in the water. All right, and then, like, some other people seem to get ready, and they're coming over to the water as well. Like, what happened? Where's the, where's the boy? 
I'm not sure. I'm assuming a fish or something got him, but I don't really know. Fish? This is just a pond. What is? It? What are you talking about? I, I I have no idea. I just I just know a boy has gone missing. Yeah, would I be swimming back up at this point? Like, yeah, Donnie's up at the top, but he doesn't know. I guess the the depths. Yeah, you're up. You're you're bobbing in the middle of the not the middle, but you're bobbing in the pond now. Yeah, I'd swim all the way up. I'm like, this ain't no pond. This is deep as shit. This is super deep. I couldn't even see the bottom. This is something else. So the only the people on one side can hear you, really. Oh, uh, okay. The people on the side that you were originally on, so people yeah. on the other side uh, can't hear you, but they see you know people can see you mm. bobbing in the middle of the pond, or not in the middle, but near the shore. Really, you're like 15 feet from the shore. Okay. Uh, I look at the lady. I tell her, I'm like, I didn't see anything down there. I couldn't see any sign of him. Are you sure he went down here? She just breaks down and starts sobbing, and she's like. I saw him. I saw him swimming. I told him he's not allowed to swim till till morning when it's light. It was too dark for swimming, and now he's gone. Where is he? And she starts yelling for his name again, really loud. Brio, Brio, and she sounds like super, like just desperate, so sad, so desperate. Uh, I slap Donnie on the back and say, "You got this," and I go back under trying to. Do another search. I'm I'm gonna do a search on my side of the lake as well. I mean, I didn't even get in the water yet. Okay, so uh, first of all, for the search, tell me uh, where like you're searching uh, in relation to. Uh, let's make it in relation to the waterfall. Okay, because I was gonna say yeah, I wanted to go near the bridge and I guess closer to the waterfall. So the waterfall is opposite the bridge. Yeah, I think I want to go there, somewhere no one else is looking. The waterfall or the bridge? What are you saying? Which one? I guess the waterfall. All right, so you're going to go search by the waterfall? Yeah. All right. Uh, go ahead and roll perception for that. And you're not, are you getting in the water or no? I'm going to get in the water, so I guess I should do athletics first. Doing athletics, yeah, exactly. Well, I was thinking, we got two people already in the water. Like, I think we can see all the water that we can. I think you'd be better outside. Too late? Yeah, uh <laughs> My athletics was a seven, so that was terrible. All right. Well, seven, you're still able to get down, like, maybe, like, about, uh, like, eight feet or so underwater. Uh, but go ahead and roll perception. Do you have low light? Yes. Perception's a 12 total. Okay. Uh, you do notice that the, uh, it, it does seem, since you're looking right at that spot, that the uh, under the waterfall, like it continues, the water continues underneath the waterfall. Like there's a tunnel, like further uh, back. You can't or... tell. You just can see that you can swim under the waterfall. That's it. Oh, so it's not like immediate cliff. All right. Before I before I do that, I yeah. pop my head up and yell to the people that are closest on my side and say. Let them know over there that they, that you can get behind this waterfall. I'm gonna take a look. Uh, so yeah, you uh, a dwarf that's standing by the side of the uh, water hears you, and he gives you a thumbs okay. up, like you know he heard you. Awesome. All right. Well, then I guess I'm gonna try to dive under and see what's behind it, if possible. All right. Athleticism. All right. A thirteen. So you're fine. You dive right that back down. You. You push your way down enough to get underneath the force of the water, which is not easy. I mean, it's not hard because the waterfall pushes you down as it is. 
Uh, and then you bob up, and you are inside of a cave behind the waterfall. And the boy is laying on a rock uh, on the side, and he's quietly crying. All right, yeah, I rush to his side, and I'm just like, How did you wind up here? And are you okay? I was swimming, and I, I, I didn't. I wanted to play in the waterfall, and I went in the waterfall, and it pushed me in the water, and I won't here. I can't get out. Oh, laryngitis, child protective services. God, (laughs) the worst person. Can you grab onto my shoulders, and I'm gonna swim us out of here? But you gotta hold your breath for a little while. Uh huh. All right, hop on. All right, so he does. He he kind of jumps into the water again and puts his arms around you. All right, now take a deep breath. Here we go. He does it. All right, now we dive. And athleticism. Fuck! Uh, it's a seven. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you dive down, but the force of the water pushes you back, and you're still in the cave uh, with the kid, and the kid's coughing up water too. All right, so I I I set him down on a rock, and I'm like, okay. I'm not the best swimmer in this whole group. You're going to have to stay here. I'm going to get someone who can get you out of here. Don't leave me. Don't leave me. Okay, actually, I'll stay here because there was someone <laughs> who said they'll come for us. All right, I'll stay here. You go get my party and bring them back to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, if anything, I'm hoping that dwarf is going to do his job and I'm just going to stay, keep the kid company. This is when we find out you told the double agent and he's actually like the loud foot or something. There's a dwarf that's loudly whistling and waving his arms as much as possible, and people are rushing up to him on the other side of the of the pond. Huh? What's he on about? So, uh, yeah, you pro- you want to go over there? Yeah, I'll just swim over. Yeah, Donnie swims over too. All right. So uh, when you get up there, he's like, one of the three strangers went underneath the waterfall, and he hasn't come back yet. Oh, he's dead. Oh, what a shame. He was he was a good man. He he tried his best, but uh. What? Guess what? Just, what? Stranger. Yeah, I guess I'll try that too. <laughs> Donnie, Donnie, Donnie goes tries to go through the waterfall. Uh, yeah, to get underneath of it, right? Is that a is that an athletics? Yeah, athletics. Yeah. Okay. Sixteen. Totally fine. You dive right under. You get right under to the uh, the waterfall, and you pop up, and you see them both uh, inside the uh, cave. The guys need a uh, guys need help out. Yeah, I told you that someone would come for us. Uh, Donnie, are you pretty good at athletics? Because I can't swim for shit, and we need to get this kid back to his mom. Yeah, I, I can swim pretty good, actually. All right, now, kid, you're going to have to do the same thing, but just grab onto this guy instead. Okay. I gotcha. I, uh, all right, I'm going to try to go through the waterfall with the child. Yeah, I'll follow behind. Fifteen. You... Just barely make it. All right. Thank uh, God. It's really difficult to get back through the waterfall. But well, can... I rolled a 19 plus 3, so that's 22, so maybe I but, could help him along. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. You're flying. You're fine. <laughs> He's yeah. like a dolphin. Cool. Yeah, if I don't have a kid on my back. I yeah, you're like, you're rubbing in Donnie's face. Like, look how fast yeah, I can I mean, like, I have great. a plus 9 <laughs> to athletics. That's the only thing that saved me is that I'm just, like, really good at athletics, like, at doing, like, physical things, apparently. 
All right, let's get this kid home. Yeah, we, so we got him out from underneath the waterfall and out the other side. Yeah, you get him out from the waterfall. You have to take him around to the back to the other side. The mom is super grateful. Then she starts screaming at her kid. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah. Take so care, she, little Brio. Um, uh, she's taking him back to like their camp. Everybody's very relieved. People are shaking your hands like, good job. Like Everybody's really happy. I start splashing Laren in the face. Like, hey guys, it's the small victories, right? Yeah, how about that? Our reputation goes up. Everything about you small, isn't it, Donnie? And I do a big splash in his face. Donnie's a... I was swimming in the pool! <laughs> nice. There was shrinkage! Koo's just relaxing now. That, like, is the first time they actually, like, aren't trying to die. And yeah, we, we had, like, a competent moment, and but yet yeah. rolled under 10 for everything. Still managed to be competent. <laughs> Somehow. Oh, God. <laughs> so you guys, uh, Gregor, Gregor is like, kind of comes up to you. You guys are soaking wet. He's like, I, uh, I hung up a clothesline over here, too, so you could dry your clothes. I got a fire going. Uh, and there's, there is a stew as well. I'm not the greatest cook, but it, it's pretty good. Uh, it could use, it could use a little bit more, uh, oregano, but, you know, I, I ran out. So it's just a, it's kind of plain. You know, and we use dried meat to make it, so it's not gonna, you know, it's not the best. But uh, hey, it's not bad for something place like this. Yeah, we'll take it. We ain't picky. Yeah, I could eat a horse. So yeah, come on over. Come on, uh, come back to camp. We so he basically leads right back to your uh, your tent. It looks great. He did a great job setting it up. The fire is nice and red roaring. Uh, there's a bubbling cauldron on top of it. That's like a a nice thick like pot, like a cast iron pot. It's just like bubbling with stew or soup or whatever it is that he made. And uh, you have bed rolls in there and you're all set. Everything is looking pretty good. Uh, you're feeling pretty good about what happened. Uh, people are still congratulating you once they knew, uh, knew, knew where to find you and stuff. And uh, you're just going to head off uh, into sleep for the night. I miss my double bed rolls. Hey everyone, Doug here, or as you know me, Laryngitis. Thanks for listening to this week's episode where our heroes begin the relocation process of the Silent Hand. Meet Gregorth, gear up for what lies ahead, and earn the respect of the people by saving little Brio. I want to thank the hosts this week. It was Mike, AJ, Bren, and myself. Cover art was done by Ian McAfee. Theme music was composed and assembled by Josh Stitt. Distribution is powered by the fine podcasting software at Pinecast.com. You can leave a tip, you can leave feedback, just click a link in the episode description. And if you're not already subscribed, please do so on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you next time.